all missed it. John chapter 12, verses 28 and 29, it says, Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. And the crowd was there and heard it and said that it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Once again, heaven was trying to communicate with earth, but the people missed it. Oh my God, I hope you don't miss God today. I hope you don't miss God today. The people thought it was thunder. The people thought maybe it was an angel giving God a special, uh, giving Jesus a special message. And it doesn't appear that anybody even heard the message that God was trying to give them. God was trying to give them a right now word. God was trying to give them present truth, but they missed it. They were arguing about thunder. They were arguing about angels. And Jesus Jesus reveals the kicker in verse 30. It says, Jesus said, the voice was for your benefit, not mine. Wow. He's like, God is talking to y'all, not me. This was for your benefit. I talked to the father all day long. Y'all missed it. Talking about thunders and, and signs and, and wonder, all this stuff, you missed it. But once again, the people could not hear the voice of God, so they missed it. Now, I know when we talk about prophecy and when we talk about last days, sometimes we think that, you know, we got to get our survival skills up. Maybe we need to get our spiritual skills up. We talk about bib maybe not we, but people talk about building arsenals to get ready for the end of days and storing up food. And I'm not hating. There's probably a place for that. Uh, but Israel didn't need it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, God was their portion. He fed them all they needed. His hand provided. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, uh, pray this prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. And so whether Jesus decides to rain manna down from heaven, maybe he wants ravens to bring it. Maybe he might send angels to bake me cakes. These are all ways that Jesus used to feed his people. Guess what? I'm going to be all right. And if you are on the Lord's side, you're going to be all right, too. And just like in the parable, the nobleman gave them resources. It is time for us to understand the resources that God has given us. Yeah, we have to fight, but guess what? You fighting now. We've always had to fight. All your life, you had to fight. You had to fight your daddy. You had to fight your brothers. You had to fight your uncles. Listen, we've been fighting for hundreds of years. Fighting isn't new for us. So what are you scared for? Your whole life has trained you for this fight. Now we've been saying sensei, do you all remember the original sensei, Mr. Miyagi? Okay, so back at Karate Kid, like not Mr. Han, uh, the new Karate Kid, like the old one with Mr. Miyagi, the real sensei. Uh, he was supposed to teach Daniel's son how to fight. But instead of teaching him how to fight, he made him wash his car, wax his car. He had to sand the floor. He had to paint the house. He had to paint the fence. And Daniel is upset. He is mad because he thinks that this man is wasting his time and just using him for his service. And that's how some of us feel about God. 
We think that he just loves our service and our worship, but he doesn't really care about us and what we are going through. And so uh, Daniel confronted Mr. Miyagi. He confronted him and then Mr. Miyagi began to help him understand that he was building his muscles and his arsenal. And so uh, Mr. Miyagi started throwing blows and, and that is when Daniel's son understood the power of wax on and wax off. When Mr. Miyagi started kicking, uh, uh, he understood the power of sanding the floor because it saved his jewels. Come on, somebody. Daniel's son surely didn't like it, but he certainly began to understand it and that even though he didn't like it, he was being prepared for a fight of victory. And so I stop by to tell you uh, that these things that we are facing right now, these things we are going through right now are preparing us for what is to come. Blessed be the God, my rock, who trains my hands for war and teaches my fingers to do battle. He is preparing you to do business until he comes. But we've got to make sure that we're learning now. Don't spend all your time trying to make money when there's a chance you're not going to be able to buy or sell. If anything, get into the presence of God and, and ask Jesus, how were you able to turn that water into wine? Get into the presence of God and figure out how Moses was able to uh, release a, a water from rocks. Figure out what promise God gave when he said that, that he would turn rivers, uh, he would make rivers in the desert and parched ground would turn into springs of water. Get in his presence and ask him how to, how to multiply bread and fish because understand money never ever decided what Jesus could or would do. Money was never the currency that Jesus used. Jesus didn't tell them to buy stuff. As a matter of fact, he told them, don't take money with you. Just go with the clothes on your backs. People scared that they can't buy or sell. That should not stress you out. The one time they decided to go and buy food for Jesus, by the time he came back, he was like, oh, y'all back already? Huh, I already ate. And then they're salty like, what do you mean you already ate? You are in the midst of a wilderness. Did somebody bring you food? And he said, I have food you don't even know about. My food is to do the will of him who sent me. My food is to finish the work. My food is to do business till he comes. The Lord provided for him. And that's what God is asking us to do. We can't throw in the towel. We can't give it up now. We have got to press in. One of the things that my father says to me, <clears throat> he says, I expect you to walk in a greater anointing than I have. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something went down the wrong pipe. It's not the Rona. <laughs> I want you to, he tells me that I want uh my ceiling to be your floor. I want you to pick up where I left off. And so, of course, I tell my children, I want you all to walk in a greater anointing than I have. I want my ceiling to be your floor. I want you to pick up where I left off. Come with me. Jesus said the same thing. He said, 
I want you to walk in a greater anointing than I have. Greater works than these will you do because I've gone to the Father. He's saying, I want you to pick up where I left off. And as a church, yes, we plan to suffer like Jesus, but do you plan to celebrate like Jesus? Do you plan to see the works of Jesus? Do you plan to see demons tremble like Jesus saw them tremble? Do you plan to preach to thousands like Jesus? Do you plan to raise the dead like Jesus? This is the stuff that caused the suffering because folk were so upset about his power. They were not upset because he used to date old girl and, and now I'm dating her and, and he just hating. That's not the stuff that Jesus suffered over. Not because somebody was messing with his money or they wouldn't give him his check. Not even because he was sick. Jesus was not sick a day in his life. He walked in divine healing. And hear me now. Even those hard-hearted, stiff-necked, hard-headed, backsliding Israelites in the wilderness, wandering through the wilderness, were not sick a day in their lives. And that was under the old covenant. That was with the blood of bulls and goats. How much more should we under the new covenant with better promises, a better covenant with the blood of Jesus by whose stripes we are healed? How much more should we walk in divine hell? That's God's desire for you. Not just when you get to glory now. Pain don't have to be over when you get to glory then. He wants to do it now. So that means it's time to stop cowering in a corner. You have to do business till he comes. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to just make it in. The blood of Jesus has that on lock for me. But I want to walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Don't you want people to be healed by your shadow when you walk by? I, I, I mean, don't you want to be able to stand on the sea and begin to say, peace, be still, and the wind and waves have to obey? Don't you want to raise the dead? Don't you want to be caught up into the third heaven? Don't you want to demolish every prison that the enemy tries to put you in with your praise? Don't you want to hear angels say, Come up here and I'll show you things which are to come. Don't you want to experience the former and the latter rain? Anybody want to have a Bible study like Philip where he was here one minute and in another city the next minute? Don't you want to be able to outrun chariots and cars like Elisha? I want heavenly secrets to be able to purify the water like Moses. I know they could use it in Flint. I want to be able to neutralize poison like Elijah. Y'all, we, ma we majoring in some minor things. I think that God wants to solve the problems we are facing today. God wants to move today. And we arguing about whether it was thunder or what. And he said, you missed your moment. I want to be so full of the power of God that if they tried to put me in an electric chair, I would blow the transformers. I wanna be so full of the power of God. Jesus said that there's life in the blood. Don't you wanna be so full of the blood of Jesus that a lethal injection just wouldn't work on you because there was just too much life in your blood and that nothing by any means would hurt you? 
A furnace can't burn you. It's just another place to have a praise party. And who is that in the VIP section? That looks like the son of God. Hey, that's the kind of party I want to go to. Revelation used to scare me, but it doesn't anymore. I used to wonder how I was going to last through all those plagues and all those trumpets and all that crazy stuff that was about to jump off. And then I realized that those things were not directed at me. And I would like to apologize to each of you for every Christian minister that tried to scare you about the last days. I'm sorry for the nights you tormented yourself, wondering how you were gonna make it in the time of trouble. Because first of all, if you are with Jesus, the time of trouble and the plagues really aren't for you. Psalm 91, it says, not to fear any danger by night or the arrow by day. Don't be afraid of diseases that come in the dark or sickness that strikes at noon. At your side, 1,000 people may die or even 10,000 right beside you, but you will not be hurt. Only You will only watch and see the wicked punished. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. The last days should be a time of excitement and you get ready for the last days by being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Spirit and with fire. And so instead of only talking about how the enemy is walking around like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour, let's quote verse 13. It says, you shall tread on the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Verse uh, Job chapter five, verse 22, it says, you will laugh at destruction and famine and and need not fear wild animals. Luke chapter 10, verse 19, behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Even with the time of trouble, We focus on the wrong part of the verse. Daniel chapter 12, verse one, it says, at that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book. Proverbs 11, 8 tells us the righteous person is rescued from trouble and it falls on the wicked instead. So guess what? The time of trouble brings deliverance for God's people. The time of trouble is a time where you will begin to see God's judgment fall and many, we're asking for judgment right now. The fact that we're asking for the judges to try these police officers, that is judgment. We need judgment. We want judgment. And the time of trouble is a time of judgment, but it's a good time for us. People walking around like, I hope I'm ready for the time of trouble. Who ain't ready 
to be delivered. I've been ready to watch God crush Satan under my feet shortly. I've been ready for the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. I've been ready to see the great I am coming in the clouds. I've been ready to yeah. say, lo, this is our God. Yeah. We have waited for him yeah. and he will save yeah. us. I've yeah. been ready yeah. for the Lord himself to descend. I've been ready for yeah. the trump of God to sound My with God. the voice of the archangel. Yeah. I've been ready to see the graves open up and cough up their dead. I've yeah. been ready to see the dead in Christ rise. I've been ready yeah. to meet the Lord in the air. I've yeah. been ready to Come see on. the devil get what's coming to yeah. him. I've been ready to yeah. see death die. I've been ready yeah. to see sickness cease. I've been ready to see the devil and his angels get their just reward. I've been ready to shout my troubles over. I've been ready. Been ready to see hell and death cast into the lake of fire. I've been ready for pain to be over. I've been ready for sorrow to come to an end. I've been ready for God to wipe every tear from our eyes. I've been ready to walk on the streets of gold. I've been ready to live and never grow old. I've been ready to sit at the welcome table. I've been ready to see a new heaven and a new earth. I've been ready to hear God call my name and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Yeah. Glory to God. You did business until I come. Glory to God. You was out there in them streets helping yeah. to make the world a better place. Yeah. Glory to God. Well done, thy good and yeah. faithful servant. You yeah. were faithful over a few things, and now I'm going to make you ruler over many things. Yeah. I've been ready. Been ready to stand on the sea of glass and cast my crown at his feet and say, great and marvelous are thy ways. Great and marvelous are thy ways. Just and true are your words. Hallelujah. Thou king of saints. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to wait till the battle is over. I'm going to shout right now. Hallelujah. Salvation Hallelujah. and glory. Hallelujah. Blessing and honor. Dominion yeah. and power. Wisdom and thanks. Yeah. Praises and strength. Yeah. Be to our God Hallelujah. forever and ever. Yeah. Amen. Been ready. Been ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a time for us to do business until he comes. And when he comes, let him find us being faithful. Let him find us engaged in kingdom building. Let him find us engaged in kingdom business. Let him find us preaching the good news to the poor, healing the brokenhearted, proclaiming liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed till we all come into unity of faith. Our work is not done. We can't hide behind the last days anymore. It doesn't mean run home and hide. 
It means run forward and help. Do what you have to do so that we can see these prophecies come to pass. Be out there with our young people. You wondering why so many young people are in spiritualism and all this kind of stuff? Because they have the gift of prophecy and you won't teach them how to use it. And so we got to be ready. If these are the last days, then all your money, all your time got to be spent on young people. Because God said, I'm pouring my spirit, yes, on all flesh, but your sons and daughters will prophesy. And so we got to get ready. <laughs> we got to get ready. If y'all really believe we're in the last days, we have a work to do. And we have to do business until he comes. Now, real talk, if, if, uh, you have not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. This is your moment. This is your time. Because, I mean, I don't mean no harm, but I just got to tell it like it is. Um, when this thing finally ends, if you're not on the Lord's side, I, it's not going to go well for you. But listen, God is saying that I want to bless you. I want to empower you. I want to save you. I want to help you. I want to put my anointing and my spirit on you. I want to wipe away your past and give you a brand new future. And I will promise you this. I, God, who have begun a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so today, one of the best decisions you can make is to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. And so today, if that's your desire, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Our gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for the amazing sacrifice of Jesus Christ. I confess that I am a sinner, that I have sinned, and I recognize that I need a savior. And so Lord, I accept Jesus as Lord and liberator in the mighty name of Jesus. Take me as I am, but don't leave me like this. Make me into the man, into the woman that you have created me to be. And Lord, I pray that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit. Prepare me for these end times and pour your spirit on me. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer, I know they want to know about it. And so put it in the comments or send an email uh, to the Q Revival at Gmail so that we know that you have made a decision for Christ because we want to follow up with you and we want to continue this journey. And so I praise God for you. And for those of you who got that decision on lock, it's time to do kingdom business until he comes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Dr. Andrea, for preaching that flat-footed, power-packed, anointed word. Before we let you go, doctor, we're, we're going to pray for you because you just poured into us, but we need to, to pray and cover you in this season. You have called us to action. Amen. You've called us to not sequester ourselves in the corner of neutrality, but this is the moment where we are to stand up, we're to speak up. And if ever there was a time where we needed to ask God for power to do his work and to do his will right now is that time. But we know that you're out here and you're doing what God has called you to do. And I'm going to pull in these preachers because we need to cover you as you are doing what God has placed on your heart and accomplishing these great exploits in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to ask Pastor GP, Pastor GP, do you mind praying a special prayer of covering 
over this woman of God as she's poured into us. I need for you to pray that God would pour back into her. Please pray for her now. Sure. Father in heaven, we are so grateful for how you used your servant tonight. God, thank you so much for speaking not only to our hearts, but to our minds and also to our feet. God, forgive us for sometimes being so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. Thank you for reminding us through your servant tonight that there is still work to do. So forgive us for stifling your spirit. Forgive us for, for, for cowering in fear. Thank you so much for allowing your word to just permeate our lives. And we're praying, that God, you will pour back everything that Dr. Andrea has poured into us. God, thank you so much for her ministry and for her, her willingness to be used by you. We're praying that you would put a shield over her and her family there in Southern California, that you'll keep them safe from all harm and danger. For we know wherever there is an assignment, there will always be an assassin. But God, we thank you for being her protector and keeper. And we pray that that all that she's doing for the kingdom, that, that, that souls will be won and that people will, will run and say, what must I do to be saved? We thank you for those who responded to that appeal. We thank you for, for the hearts that were touched tonight. And we pray, God, that we'll be inspired and motivated to keep doing the work until you come. God bless Dr. King and her family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for praying that prayer. I want to put this appeal out here. If you need special prayer, we have a a team of prayer warriors who are in place. They want to receive your prayer requests. If you need somebody to just take your request and pray as an intercessor on your behalf, then send your request to us. But we also want you to reach out to us if you want someone to call you. Our prayer warriors are ready to call you and pray with you in person over the phone. And we need you. If you are willing to give us your prayer requests, if you need us to call you and to pray with you and to support you, if you need counseling, if you need any resources, we need for you to reach out to us. And let me tell you how you can reach out to us. Send us a message at to theqrevival at gmail.com. Again, that is theqrevival at gmail.com. I'm going to ask you to do this right now. Theqrevival at gmail.com. If you need Bible study, special prayer, you want somebody to call you, to follow up with you, to encourage you, to hold you accountable, then this is what we need you to do. Send that to us at theqrevival at gmail.com. And we thank you so very much. And again, we want to remind you, if you want to sow a seed, if you were impressed by God to not just receive a message, but you need to partner with us in helping those who are in financial crisis, then I want to encourage you to send a seed via cash app to the money sign, the Q revival. Again, that's the money sign, the Q revival. You can send it through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the Q revival. Again, that's paypal.me forward slash the Q revival. And if you have a card and you want to send that seed with your credit or debit card, you can do that at www.theqrevival.com. Again, www.theqrevival.com. Let me remind you that 100% of that which you sow will go to people who are in financial need during this time. So please, thank you for, for partnering with us to be a blessing to those who are in need. Before we leave, I'm going to bring Sensei back in here. Because um, I need the people of God to know that this message was so on time, especially considering what is taking place in our government and in our country. Dr. Doggett, can you just for a quick moment, let the people know what has recently transpired and why this message of action is so important. Please oh, tell us what's going on. My goodness. Well, listen, it, it almost gave me chills watching this evening. 
as the president went to the microphone and essentially said that he's going to be mobilizing the military to put down these rebellions, these riots, these uprisings. Simultaneously, they were actually, uh, right before he spoke, they were actually shooting rubber bullets and gassing the peaceful protesters right in front of the White House. President then walked over to a church where they had cleared out the area in front of it and he held a Bible awkwardly, barely knew what to do with it. He stood there holding it like this and like this and looking at it like he didn't know what it was while he took a photo shoot. He was sending his signal to the religious right. And they absolutely want to put into law those things that they believe are moral mandates. And I think we know where this is all heading. Yeah. So we better do our work, like the preacher said, right yes. now while we can. Right because now. we're going to have to do in times of great adversity what we did not do while times were good. The heat is on. Yeah. It's only going to get hotter. So let's get out there and let's occupy until the Lord comes and let's do his work. The time of the end is near. It's near. Thank you so much for that encouraging reminder that we are called to do what God has called us to do in this season. Thank you so much again for tuning in, worshiping with us. We are encouraging you, please don't sit silently by in your silo on the sideline. We need you to get in this fight. Let's push this movement forward and let's do what we have been called to do, to stand up, to speak up, and let's see what God can do through us if we with boldness and unhesitancy are willing to challenge a system of oppression and racism in this country. Let's stand up for our brothers and sisters and watch God move. Again, thank you so very much for tuning in and we'll see you tomorrow evening.